Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, but like I was saying, good morning. We're going to talk about uh, a good slate of things this week. We have the Bears. We're going to talk about are they in, are they the last place team of the division or um, is it the Lions? We, 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 we actually really weren't, guys, but okay. Uh, we were. Yeah. We were talking about the But let's go ahead and lead off with the Bears. And, and the matchup today, Vic Vangelo and the Denver Broncos. Oh, because we, we, we're not going straight. Into yeah, we we don't talk about matchup. All right, cool. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. So there we go. So <laughs> neither team looked great, and there neither team looked great. We won. We definitely um the Bears open the season. We got to see what that was like, and hopefully a week and a half has gone by and they were able to capitalize and fix some things, some very key things on the offense. Their matchup against the Packers, who also did not have a great game, did not look phenomenal, did look stellar or anything we were used to. And so right now we're going to chalk it up to that's completely okay. It was week one. I don't, I don't say it's completely okay, but it was week one. They do have some new moves, not just on the field, but off the field as well, on the front office. And also on the field, one of the moves was Vic Fangio, who is now over the Denver Broncos, who were channeling their inner Chicago Bears this past Sunday. So I guess it was a, I miss you guys. I just put on the same performance type of thing happening. So with this oh, matchup funny. going down, <laughs> with this matchup going down today, and both teams not looking so stellar. I do believe as of right now the Bears may be able to pull this off, but I do not believe that the Bears have the caliber of players in the arsenal that Vic Fangio has with the Denver Broncos. And I really think he just needs to get them going and they need to get into a rhythm. Well, I definitely and agree with that. To... Go ahead, guys. No, go what ahead. Go ahead and, then no, I do, I, do, I do agree with you. I mean, if you look at the way both teams play, you know, and every team that we're talking about today played last week, you know, there's there's a lot of takeaways that leave you wondering what the rest of the season is going to look like. Um, they definitely don't have the same matchup as far as offense. Um, defense, they may match up the same way a little bit, but you know, I can't really see how they're both zero. They're both zero and one right now. You know, and and unfortunately, respectfully, and rightfully so, neither one of them played great, and the teams they played against weren't all that great. But you know, it's it's you you still wind up with a loss, so it's kind of, it does have to count against you, and you have to look at that. You know, going into this game, do I do I see the Bears being able to to pull out a win? I have no idea. 
I was still on the fence after last week's um, debacle with the 40-yard, uh, you know, 40-yard uh, loss because of stupid penalties. And, you know, and we could say that's the first game and give it all the shutters and stuff. And and, and, I, and I give that, you know, give that what it is. But at the same time, you know, Trubisky's had a year to get to learn the system and now Denver's in the same position. So it's just – it really comes yeah, down to who wants it more, I think. more than a year, right? Yeah, we don't seem like it. <laughs> well, um, I'm just saying, to me, it don't seem like it. You have to remember, I really haven't watched football the past couple of years. Like, devoted to that. So, you know, following, I didn't follow the Bears. I didn't do any of that. I paid no attention to it. I had other things going on more important in my life to deal with that time than watching football. So I didn't, you know. So for me, yes. Can I can I say it feels like it's a year? I say it feels like a year that he's been in because of the growth that he made last year, and me being able to, to see the couple of games I did get to see or the few games I did get to see, you know, um, there was growth there that I haven't that there was. I see in him the ability I have not seen in previous Bear quarterbacks. You know, but at the same time, he does like some things that we've had in previous quarterbacks. He got to get his arm together. His throwing is, you know, sporadic at best. And if you want, if he want really plans on taking a stand and making his mark in this league, he don't have to throw better than what he threw last week. I forgot what his. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. I was going to say full stats for that, and then also you know for his. <laughs> <laughs> And then also, let's take a look at Denver's stats um, in regards to that, because Denver's defense did not look good at all. Now, now here's my thing. All right, so Trubisky threw for 228 yards last week, right? (laughs) And... (laughs) But he had 228 yards with no touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers threw for 203 yards with one touchdown. So it does. So that right there shows you it don't matter how well you, how many yards you get as far as you know passing the ball around the field if you're not scoring. You know, and where's Denver? Denver, 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 Denver. Bernard, you want to join? You're off. You're You're giving us. I have. I have been. A little dumbfounded in that yes, the Bears look bad last week, but there's no way I see the Bears even losing today. I think it's only debatable because we had a bad game, but I don't think that if we look at one, how the Broncos looked last week as well as last season, yes, they have a new regime, but the Broncos got a long way to go to even be in anybody's conversation. I'm not even just talking about the Bears. They don't look like they should even be in the conversation for their own division. Their defense, they have they have Chubb wow. and they have Miller. <laughs> they have Chubb and they have Miller, yes. Joe Flacco is the the, the worst statue in the world. He's not what he used to be. Uh, they don't have the receivers that they once had. They're not in anybody's conversation right now. 
the only reason I believe that they're in a, in a conversation to have a chance to win this game is because of how bad the Bears looked last week. Otherwise, they're not in anybody's conversation. And the fact that people are 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 jumping off the Bears bandwagon and acting like that there's a chance, if I look at how bad that the Broncos looked against the Raiders last week, I can't confidently say that that the Broncos can beat anybody. I, I, I am not going to sit up here and act like I'm not a Bears fan, but I'm also not going to sit up here and ignore. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was deep. I mean, you trying I'm to say I'm not a fan deep. anymore? What you saying, that man? That was deep. You trying to that, say, that, you that trying to say I'm not a fan? Like, like yeah. I'm acting like I'm not a fan? Is that what you're wow. saying? No, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting saved. I wow, I, I cannot. I, I mean, it's, 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 you don't even have to do all that, Bernard. It's a yes or no question. Are you saying that I am acting like I'm no longer a fan? No, I didn't say that. Okay, I just want to make sure. Are you? Are, are you throwing that out there? Hello. <laughs> no, what is that? Me and the cricket right. up here. I, I, I heard a lot of wind. Yeah. But what I thought was a lot of no, wind. I'm, all right, no, so so all right, so you gotta explain that comment, man. So what you mean? Uh, what uh, what I mean is fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rudy. All right, Rudy. <laughs> In in the pre-show meeting and Um, in the way the conversation started, I'm going to keep it real. It sounds like you have lost all confidence in the Bears and that you act like the Bears. All right. No, no, that's not what happened. No, finish your statement. Let him finish his statement. Y'all cut me off in the middle of my Something like that. Oh, no, I was, I was one, I was I, no my question, listen, 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 though. My question is, for real? Listen, 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 though. My question is, for real? 
for real. I was you can't see that. You cannot question. I was quick to judge how come we didn't run the ball. I was one of the people that we, that I was saying go go pull the stats because I knew they didn't run the ball. I was hey, quick I know. to say that. That's what I'm saying. So you can't sit up here no. and be like I'm not. Like, no, I lost my confidence not, because no, I'm calling a spade no, a spade. They look no, bad. No, no, that's not what happened. The reason the staff got pulled is because we thought they did run the ball a lot more than they did, only to find out one of the players. No, I didn't even touch the, the ball. ball. Mike said they ran the ball. I didn't say I they thought they ran the ball more than they did. Yeah, they definitely only in there when you were like, you didn't see, and I'm like, yeah, well, one of them in that basketball. So that's how that came out. But, but. Right, right. But, we did talk but, about that. We talked about the whole But I didn't say they did the ball. I never said they were in the ball. That's how that came up. No, that's how that came up. But, man, I'm, listen, I'm just saying, if you call yourself a run We're going to start being you calling here. <laughs> you calling yourself a run no, this is what I'm not talking about you. Based off of that how their their offense is set up. They are primarily set up to be a run team. I am saying that that's I am saying, what I'm, I'm questioning saying. all people that are even putting the Broncos in this conversation. The Broncos are not Man, in the look. The, the, I, I feel like there's three things the Broncos okay. can beat right now. One of them is Miami. You don't think, okay. I can beat Miami. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm here, so I might not call my agent and leave. Yeah. Let me put it this way. I don't think the Broncos are in the conversation with Detroit. And y'all know how I feel about Detroit. The fact that you're debating this it should only be about the fact of how bad the Bears played last week. That's the only reason they're in this so, debate. So the Broncos, okay, so the Broncos, the Broncos, yeah are so bad of a team, the only reason that they're in a conversation for a chance to win is because the Bears played. The Broncos should not even be entered into why we think the the Broncos have a chance to win. The only reason they have a chance to win is because the Bears played so bad last week and the Bears got to prove that they could, they could be back so, into the first-place conversation. Well, they well prove honestly, both, both teams have to prove that. The Broncos have a number of defeats, and they have to both teams do have to prove that. And the Broncos have a lot more arsenals, they have a lot more weaponry than the Bears do. The Bears have some very good players. The Broncos have great and, and stellar stellar players. I really want to see what Von Miller and the squad does. A lot of times when you get a new coach, one of two things happens. It can look like the Packers where it jump starts the team to a new start, or it can look the way the Broncos came out where it's a little confusing because it's an entire new system to get used to. So either way, and that and that's the one thing you always have to take like so you have to take into account. Because I guarantee, when we start looking at how Aaron Rodgers adapts to his new offense with the new coach, it ain't, it's going they 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 gonna get right back to being the Packers real quick. But they they did. Yeah. No, he's that's your confidence. He's a great. I don't have. I have confidence in Aaron Rodgers. I don't have confidence in the Packers. No, I like the coach. I like the coach, and I like the plays that were called. Oh, I, I don't think every play was carried out successfully, but I definitely. I thought that was the dumbest coach hire. 
I, well, I'm not going to say that was be. one of the dumbest coaches How and they won, B? How and they won, B? I'm asking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How? We're literally going back there on this. This, this, this <laughs> team can look like garbage when you go out there and one of them just happened to come out on top. Both teams looked horrible last week. Both teams look well. Forward. Both teams, well, one team realized but, but it didn't happen. But at the same time, but, and, but, and, but see, but see all right, season, so if it's the season off. opener, no, listen, hang on. If it's the season opener, mm-hmm. and I know that you're going to shoot yourself in the foot, and I've got 15 more games, and I have a pretty strong schedule, why, if, if you're proving to me that you'd like to lose this game, would I come out and truly play you like it was the Super Bowl? What, what's the reason? Both so see that, but this is what this is what you also have to look garbage. at. You can, they, yeah, they all look, look. They look horrible, but you also have to take into account Chicago was out coached okay. that day, that night. That definitely was. I mean, you got to take that into account. You can't get you. You can't escape. Uh, they were no, I, mean, I will remove that game out of the conversation. I will just look at the last Super Bowl. That was one of the most boring Super Bowls that existed, and and the Patriots had to man, man. <laughs> I can't even. The argue. Patriots had to win. <laughs> the Patriots had to win, and that's what I can't even that's argue. That's what I say. I'll argue that. No, I can't. I can't argue that one either. I, I can't I even argue with that one. That one. That So the prediction for my... today. Today's prediction. Um, with Jig Fangio having some time with his team, his team finally putting some boots on the ground and him seeing how some of the play calls and the system that he's working with with his new coaching staff, he's got a chance to see what does and doesn't work. The same thing has also happened with the Chicago Bears. A couple moves were made. What do you believe the outcome will be today? Even if you want to put it out there as far as points, what do you believe the outcome will be? 17 to 3 in favor of the Bears. One of the Bears of... A touchdown would be a, a defensive touchdown. Seventeen to three in favor of Chicago. Oh. I mean, well, yeah. I think I think that there the Bears are only going to have one offensive touchdown. I don't think it's, I don't think the Bears are going to have such a grand. Offensive change from last week, but we're going to score an offensive touchdown. I think that we're going to, this game is going to remind us who Joe Flacco is. Joe Flacco has not been great in the last few seasons. He uh, he showed last week that he is going to stand in that phone booth and look like he's a statue. And that is going to work in favor of, that is going to work in favor of the Bears pass rush. Now, oh, I'm also funny. going to, I'm going to also say the reason the Bears are only going to score one touchdown is because, let's keep it real, they have Von Miller and, and Bradley Chubb on the other side of the ball. So it's not going to be easy for Trubisky. Trubisky is going to have to be – Trubisky is going to have to be accurate um, with short route passes. I believe the Bears are going to have to actually run the ball and at least 30 times in this game, and if they don't, then I got a, a, a real question about uh, are, are we are we channeling uh, with with the most hated Bears coach in, in recent history? I cannot think of his name. Uh, yeah. Mister, I don't want to run the ball. Uh, Ooh, I cannot think of that dude. 
Yes, Mark Trest. Uh, if Mark they don't Trestle? run the ball today, I will, I will wonder, are we channeling Mark Trestle? <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. That's how hated he was. No, that ain't. Uh, I, I, had, I had forgotten his name. Mark Trestle. Um If we don't run the ball, I would feel like I'm watching another Mark Trestman coached game. The Bears better coach, but I'm, I'm figuring this is going to be 17-3. to three. If, if somebody tells me that the Broncos score, then that means I believe the Bears got another score. I think it's going to be a 15-point difference. I mean, not 15, 14-point difference in this game. Hey, like I refuse to let them. The Broncos score. I refuse to let them stay in last. They will not be there. I swear they're going to improve. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. If we look Uh, at the AFC West, if we look at the AFC West, I would have been shocked to say this last week before the game happened. I would have picked the Raiders to be in last place. But the way the Raiders looked like they were so much further along Ooh, than the Broncos, and they should the be. The Raiders looked really good. The Raiders should be because they had a full year with with Gruden. They, they just got uh, the Broncos just got with Fangio, so I'm not I'm not knocking the Broncos, but they gotta have some time with them. Uh, Gruden was with was with his team for a much longer time, so I believe it is going to be. Uh, I believe it is going to be the Chiefs in first place, the Chargers in second place, the Raiders in third, and the Broncos in last, if I were to guess off of one game. Wow. It would be interesting so, if that actually comes to fruition. That would be interesting. That would be. So, with that, that being said, Mike, are you rolling with Chicago today as well? Um, Having my, you know, haven't I been had a chance to see Denver play and just go on based off of the stats? Um, I have to go with my fandom here because I, I really don't have enough information on uh, on how they played last week, other than that they actually, you know, at least they tried. <laughs> um, but what I would say is for them, I think the Chicago definitely needs to improve. Um, if they plan on being a run team, obviously that needs to they need to be finding ways to capitalize with the talent they have. Um, Trubisky's definitely going to have to be a lot more accurate, um, more so down the field than with the short passes. Those can be defended, you know. But if we're not able to take the you know take a take a stab downfield um, with the deep pass, then you know, it's going to be very hard for us to be effective overall as team and to really get to a mode where our where our offense is running the way, the way they plan it to. But, you know, for the giggles, I'll go ahead. Now I'm going to say I'm going to pick Chicago to win today. I'm not pulling points or anything like that, but, you know, I'll get Chicago over there today. What do you call it, Nick Cash? Did we lose cash? No, I have to sit here like the thinker, the statue of the thinker, and think about it. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm at a toss up and a toss up both with both. They both have something to prove. 
I don't like the way either looks. I won't say that they look horrible. I just don't like how either looks in their opener. Right. Um, but I am at a crossroads because I do believe that Denver can make a comeback. But this is something that is the rarity of me, so you get a close-up of this. I am probably going to roll with the Bears today. What? I hope I don't regret that, but I probably am going to roll with the Bears today, only because the Bears have the coaching capability on both sides of the ball to spew success. Nothing is completely new, but the only way the Bears will lose, and this is honest to goodness, or that they're outcoached, and that defensive front that Denver does have, which is a pretty good defensive front, rips that O-line apart, and they get to Trubisky. If that happens, or mm-hmm. that's off, it's Denver's game. They control the entire game. and can walk away with the W. So that's what makes it hard for me. But I'm going to go ahead and believe that the Bears are going to actually give them amount of their money and possibly come away with the W. I don't know the points. A lot of people are thinking 24-14. Renard's made his prediction. I don't want to put points out there because I, I honestly think one of two things can happen. It's going to almost be a blowout because one team just mentally won't be able to recover or there's going to be a very close game. I know that sounds crazy. That could be every single game. If both defenses – and both play and play calling on both sides. Of, um, I'm sorry, from both teams are good today. Can't see it being a blowout. I see it being pretty close, and kickers and two point conversions being the factor in which team gets the W. If the play calling is just absolutely sucks again from Nagy, I already know Vic Fangio is going to run with it. Also, Denver's probably going to have a few jewels because of Vic Fangio and him knowing how that system is run because their system didn't look that different on opening night that Thursday. So it's it's really a toss-up for me. I'm going to hope that the Bears can kind of change up a few things and not give it away to Vic Fangio. If not, it is going to be a Denver W. I do think that sometimes that uh, I think the – I think Vic Fangio could have all of the answers to the test and still lose because um, one of the things that even during the Lovey Smith coach days, Lovey uh, Smith was totally vanilla with his defense on purpose. He used to say, my team is better than yours. We're going to line up and we're going to beat you anyway. And I simply believe that although Denver has a great defensive front from four, I believe uh, that the Bears to line up and give the answers, tell the off the defensive line what we're about to do, and the Bears are still just a better team. And as much as I probably should be treading lightly because of how bad the offense played last week, I cannot ignore. Uh, uh, I'm just saying. I cannot ignore <laughs> having seen the Broncos too. 
Well, I'm going to say this. We have honestly spent 30 minutes saying the same thing. And part of the reason is because there was a prediction that came out by quite a few commentators that they wouldn't be surprised if the Bears were just a one-hit wonder last season and ended up in last place. So, of course, if you guys have followed the show over the last four to five years, you know that um, Renard wasn't going to let that happen if he went out there and suited up and played his damn self. So, clearly... That's where this extended conversation has taken us. So we really do have to see if they are going to end up in last place. No, we place don't have to see that I believe. We do have to see. We do we have are. to see. We're segueing us right what the entire the season is about. Game. And that is the Lions who, who probably don't have an L, but they don't have an L. Um, they have a tie, but that's pretty embarrassing that the Lions have somebody. a tie. So we're moving on to the, the Lions, Lions right the now. The allowed that rookie to look like Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter last week. I, that only further solidified my opinion that the Bears will not be in last place. And they put more points up on the board than the Bears. They allowed more points. And the Bears, the Bears also that. played the Packers. The Lions played the, the freaking Cardinals. Who cares? Does it count or does it not? Oh, my gosh. Don't oh my gosh. Just answer the question. Does it count or does it? It counts. The caliber of player does matter. You know this. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's kick this off correctly. Last week, the Lions had a chance after three and a half, almost four quarters of bringing home an amazing W. Um, they cut a run, 24, 26, you know, I believe it was 24 now, shut down the Cardinals completely. Unfortunately, Mr. Kyler Murray, feeling a little defeated, was told, you know what, at this point, go have fun. Get a feel for what it's like in the NFL. There's nothing we can do with this. It looks like it's going in the books as an L. So, you know, play ball. Well, telling him that is like giving Popeye spinach. And he threw that ball all over the field. And even Larry Fitzgerald, being that he is a huge veteran, almost looking at, well, no, he is in the 16th season, I believe, 15th or 16th. Um, they just took it and, and ran that ball like it was a bunch of 20-year-olds coming fresh out of college, and this was excitement. And the Lions could not come back. They could not contain the run game. They could not contain any of the aerial attacks. And the defense held the Lions at bay. Matt Stafford actually had a great game the entire time that the Arizona Cardinals were confused. It was when the Arizona Cardinals came alive that that created a problem. So that is very alarming for the Detroit Lions. In fact, um, Mike, if you can pull those stats for me, that's very, 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 very alarming because nobody had total 100% faith in either team, but it was swaying a little bit more toward the Lions. Even I was swaying a little bit more toward the Lions, and I really thought the Lions could pull it out. Seeing what I saw from the Lions, they are the type of team that can pull it off. What happened at the very end of the game was just discombobulation. They really believe. Once you get in the mindset of you believe you have a game won and you quit playing, the hardest thing to do is to jumpstart yourself to understand it is. that you are because, still because in the you, you've gotten comfortable. You're like, all right, we got this, and you in that mode of, 
all right, all we got to do is do this. But the one thing about right. it is the game is never – the game you is all over until the clock stops. my usual point about the Lions, they have no discipline. They have zero I cannot discipline. say that. No, I will not I say that they have zero discipline. I can't because under Jim, under Jim Caldwell, yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, they have Jim Caldwell – They have no discipline. They, it was that's not a discipline issue. That any several teams is that is a discipline well, issue. We, 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 no, it's not. If you no, the Falcons, we watch the Falcons and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. When the Falcons start, that's it. It's almost over. Y'all break out the red confetti and the confetti turned blue because Tom Brady was like, wait a minute. That's not a discipline and issue. And I, I believe the Falcons didn't have discipline either. I believe part of having discipline in any sporting event is playing through the entire game. Okay, not, but that's not, not, say, not taking, that's not not taking the such an attitude that we got this one. No, that's you don't have to do the definition of discipline. That is not what that is. That's that not, not what that is. That is If you take such an attitude that we have this one, that is messed up. Anybody would, and so many people Tons of people do it. That's not a discipline issue. When 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 and Dominic and Sun and, and all the rest of them, Bakhtiari and them were running the gamut on the field, at that point that was a discipline issue because their coach couldn't even contain them at all. The problem was when they mentally got out of the game, which anything so you're telling me that when a, when a team thinks that they're completely down and that, that a field goal, they might not get a field goal range, and so they're playing as though we really lost this game and they get lucky and they get in field goal range and they kick the field goal and win. So the whole time that a play happened that defeated them, that's a discipline issue? So the team that's losing is just disciplinedly challenged now? That's not – it's a mindset. That's not a discipline issue. What happened in Detroit – Five years ago was a discipline issue, which what is why they had to break the team up and change. I mean, the post. you're one of but the people that, that feels that, like you're one of the people that feels like they had discipline under Jim Caldwell. I feel like they didn't have discipline under Caldwell. They did a whole I, lot I better. I feel like it was Caldwell. different discipline. They did a lot better. They did a lot better. Martha went in there with her Jackie O gloves and started firing people, including players. The mentality. Of what was going on but, in that front but, office yeah, in that locker room changed. I believe she. But I believe here's the thing, though: a, discipline doesn't equal winning. She was the, the the catalyst it, for whatever good they had during that time period. I don't believe that what, was called well. Who, who are you? Did you? Uh, did you send Virginia McCaskey over to Detroit? Don't no, you? I said I believe Virginia, and I didn't <laughs> finish the sentence. I didn't say McCaskey at all. Leave Martha over there in the Firestone family. Leave her there. Leave it there. She put some Jackie O'Clubs on. What I'm simply saying season. is, uh, Martha Ford, Ford, Ford was the catalyst for those wins. I don't believe it was Caldwell at all. I, I do not believe it was Caldwell at I all. I have no idea what's happening now. It's like suit up and good luck. That's I mean, how I feel like can, the prep They did the prep do better under Caldwell. I, I believe you are correct. They did do better under Caldwell, but having, having one discipline issue – uh, and then that discipline is Those going away, and it having a different discipline issue. What were the disciplinary? What were the disciplinary issues? Who who on the team or what on the team acted out and acted out of character just because they didn't get a W? 
And Dominic were had discipline issues. Bakhtiari has had discipline issues. There were several people that had. When they Nick Fairley had discipline issues. Reggie Bush had discipline issues. But that has nothing to do with finishing the game, dude. As a team, I believe that's not a discipline thing. That's not a discipline thing. That is a heart thing. That is a will thing. That's 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 what that's what that's even worse. To me, that's even worse. No, we didn't it, say they didn't have any heart because they very well could have and couldn't pull it off. But, you know, if a player has that type of arrogance, we'd like to be an individual you all instead of a team. But that's had. not. And y'all didn't let me ask the question. You asked me what discipline issues they had under Caldwell. The discipline issues they had under Caldwell was not about somebody getting out of hand like Bakhtiari, Fairley, or Sue. That was one set of discipline issues. Under Caldwell, the discipline issues is they were amongst the highest uh, they were amongst the highest penalized teams in the NFL under Caldwell. That's, That's a completely different team. discipline issue and still having discipline issues. That's, that's a completely different one, but it's still a no, discipline issue. No, okay, okay, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Because nobody for three seasons straight, nobody for three seasons straight had more penalties than the Vikings. So you go ahead and tell me my team is not disciplined if you want to. Person and as well as how they coach the team. 
and how they call plays and how they manage. I just That's think it was a lot of bad to. play calling, and the, the chemistry so, just wasn't there. He wasn't able to pull that together. But I, I can't, with Sun and everybody else gone, I can't give him that. And Matt Stafford does not look bad. Matt Stafford actually has a great arm. Dude, man, Matt Stafford that we would have gotten him when he was available, but we got Kirk Cousins. So, I'm going to keep it real. It, 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 385 I'm, I'm, I'm yards. Three teams. You all have made y'all decisions, and you all can talk over me. You all did it last week. So I'm I'm, I'm going to sit here, and I will speak up when I just feel I need to because I, I you all disagree with me. I'll just be the person that just disagrees with you all. Are you disagreeing just because you have discipline issues, or are no, you disagreeing you are, you are because you actually have a disagreement? Because I think you, you have discipline this, issues right now, and I think you that you are, you should be disciplined. Why can't we tell you you're wrong? Why can't we tell you you're wrong? Are you confused? You just don't want to bear. This all comes down to. You believe the Bears may be put in last place, and you're not going, and you're not going to let the Lions get a spot over the Bears. The Lions didn't look great. They dropped the ball last week. They didn't get an L, but they got a tie, which could actually screw them at the very end of the season because that could be a make or break for them if they have a shot to get into the postseason. They have to be coached to the end of the game. They have to be trained to think like the people who constantly go to Super Bowls in the postseason. Nothing is over until you well, – I don't even know if you could say to so the sad lady things anymore because everything's politically incorrect. So I'll say until that game clock is at zero across the board and you hear that final horn, you are supposed to play as though you're going to win the game. So that was unacceptable for me with the Lions. And so kudos to the Arizona Cardinals for capitalizing on that in the fourth quarter. Okay, and even me, though they ended, went into overtime and ended with the tie. Let me ask you a question based on what you just said. Let me ask you a question. You said you're supposed, until that final, bit, uh, that final horn ring, you're supposed to keep playing as if you were going to win the game. You're supposed to keep pushing through, and it was unacceptable to you. So you don't think that's a mm-hmm. discipline issue? No, that's no. coaching. All right. Then that's I don't. It. That's because that's where we can find utterly disagree. We're gonna, that's a fundamental difference I, in our belief. All right. So I believe that's if, a coaching if, if, issue if, because the one thing the one thing that, Bill that Belichick is a does issue, not that's do, a fundamental, the one thing the Bill Belichick does not do is allow his coaches to ever push it. That is a discipline issue, and that's a fundamental difference in our belief. But stop. If your coach didn't tell you to keep pushing in, what's that? Because they all thought they had the game on. And, and, and that, smiles and on the, the coach's coach face. should actually, actually be out there. And being undisciplined is but not just limited to the players. It is about the entire but he, organization, but he, but he, about but the team, about the coaches as well. He, he didn't. So it was bad play calling. And it was chemistry that he allowed to happen on the team when he couldn't and, build his team back in. But that I'm trying to understand why you think so I'm limiting it to the players. Celebrate. Why do you I'm think I'm limiting that. it to the players? The chemistry moment that, the moment the that they, that is, I never that said. is a lack of discipline. I didn't say that's who, a lack of discipline on the coaches team. as well as the players' part. Because the moment the players started celebrating on the sidelines before the, the game, over with, one the players shouldn't play. have been celebrating. So the two the coaches shouldn't have been letting them celebrate about because we're not. No, I. 
Hopefully the Vikings beat the Packers. So up next is OBJ because I, I mean, why are you not arguing you know, like the Packers and the, and, 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 and the Vikings? I believe the Vikings. Why are you not arguing like the Packers? Oh, but it don't matter because nobody's threatening your squad with them being put in the last place. So, you know. Oh, no, that's not what this is about because actually my opinion on the Lions has nothing to do with the Bears. Your opinion on the Lions has everything to do with the Bears, you know. No, it does not. I mean, who's going to win the Lions game today against the Chargers? Who's going to win? We don't have time to talk about what the Chargers did and how they look. So who's going to win? I believe it's going to be the Chargers. Charges over the Lions. Lions. Win the game. I'm going to even say the Lions. By three. I believe it's going to be the Chargers over the Lions. It's going to be a close offensive game, uh, but I don't believe either team is going to play any defense. I think it's going to be a shootout because both teams have uh, didn't show me any defense. Okay, I'll take that. So up next in the NFC North is another NFC North matchup, which can also debate and decide, not debate, excuse me, decide um, postseason placement and possibly who takes the crown of the NFC North by the end of the regulation season, and that is the Packers going, well, welcoming the Vikings to their territory. The Vikings came out last week, had an amazing, absolutely stellar game, exceeded everyone's expectations, even mine. I want to definitely give kudos to the defense. Um, they are now starting Ant Harris. Ant Harris' story is absolutely awesome. He got to the team undrafted, made the practice squad, was testing the practice squad to be brought on to be on special teams, has worked his way up from special teams to be one of the best safeties. And now he's starting, and he had three interceptions. He had three picks from the other team, one in the end zone. That was absolutely phenomenal. The great thing about each one was the team was able to capitalize on those turnovers and score, as well as Kirk Cousins didn't look so bad. Not only did Kirk Cousins score another touchdown, he also was able to throw um, and, and, and got one in there. We didn't see a lot of Stephon Diggs when they finally did get Stephon Diggs going. Great yardage. There was um, the only person that wasn't really touched was the tight end, and he didn't need to be. Adam Thielen was decent. And Dalvin Cook looked like he went to the school of Adrian Peterson. He looked amazing. He was running through the defense like they were toy soldiers. It was great to see him finally back, which is exactly a few seasons ago why the Vikings picked him up. And, made, and he was a, definitely a top draft pick, but unfortunately he got hurt. So last season he was okay. This season we're seeing the reason why the Vikings picked him up, and they knew he'd be a great seller. Nobody will be another Adrian Peterson, but this is darn close. It's great to see. Also looking at Madison, the rookie that they brought in at the running back position, has a ton of heart, and he has that beast mode sort of run as well. So it was a lot of attacks. The ground run game was great. The aerial attack was great. The defense was absolutely stellar. They are going up against the Packers. The Packers have um, a, a, a great, great 
mental way of getting other if the Packers chemistry and their mentality stays focused, they end up controlling the game. This is something that if they control the game, then Aaron Rodgers who cannot allow we couldn't let Aaron Rodgers see through a crack if he was water. Because once he gets a chance to get the ball in the right hands, he ends up winning games. He's had a few walk-off touchdowns when they thought the game was lost. The one thing the Packers do is they don't get excited. They play to the final minutes and seconds of the game. I don't care if they're up by 50. Their mentality is there's no celebrating. It's not over until that final snap, and that's it, and we start to go across the field and shake hands. So what the Vikings have to do is they definitely have to get in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most sacked, if not the most, one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. But yet for some reason he gets up like the Energizer Bunny and he keeps on ticking. They have to be able to contain him. He does not have a great receiving core. The ground game is pretty decent. There's no more Randall Cobbs and, 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 and things of that nature. So if this is if the defense for the Vikings is absolutely focused, not only can they get at Aaron Rodgers successfully and contain the aerial attack, they can also stop the ground game. They've got to shut Aaron Rodgers down. Shutting Aaron Rodgers down doesn't allow for anything else to be successful this season from the Packers in that matchup. You guys can say what you want. I'm going to roll with the Vikings with this one. They came out, they looked amazing now. It is my squad, and my squad has come out and looked amazing, and then we two weeks didn't know who they were. But for some reason this season, <laughs> I got a little bit, yeah, I, I've been there with them, so it's my squad. But the way they came out, the attacks, once they come out and they fully take advantage in a smart way, they fully take advantage of everything that's going on, in that in that game, and they see it, and they control the tempo and everything of the game. That will actually help them get the win. But they've got to stay on Aaron Rodgers. That defense and the O line has to hold. They have to do everything that they can to hold um, any defenders from getting a Kirk Cousins making those easy sacks. They truly have to hold. They have to. If they get a Kirk Cousins, who I'm not quite sold on yet. He had a great game last year, last year, last week. Really good plays were called for him. But I'm still not convinced and fully 2,000% sold on Kirk Cousins. So if anything waivers and shake Kirk Cousins, then we may not see as much success as we saw in the season opener. So they've got to be able to hold the defenders from getting the Kirk Cousins to give him time to put the ball in the hands of even if it's just a check down from one of the running backs or even the tight end, Kirk Cousins is going to have to utilize every single weapon he has, and he has to have tons of confidence in this particular game. He can't let the rivalry that the Vikings and the Packers have. So I'm rolling with the Vikings. Not sure the points spread yet. I'm still sitting here kind of looking at stats and matchups, but I do believe that the Vikings can go two and up, leaving the Packers one and one. I'm thinking the Vikings are going to win this game. Vikings to be two and zero in the division, two and zero after the uh, game. Uh, Packers to be one and one. Packers showed me last week, even in the win, uh, well in week one, even in the win, that they have a long way to go, and they're not in the conversation with uh, 
their offense with anybody other than the Bears. Their offense looks horrible. Their offense only uh, was anything because Aaron Rodgers decided on two plays. One was a go route. He's just going to throw it up. Somebody's going to catch it. And on another, on the touchdown play that Jimmy Graham is bigger than everybody else, and he's going to play power forward. So I believe that was about Aaron Rodgers playing backyard football and having fun. I don't believe that had anything to do with an offense. So that being said, I am not confident that the Packers will score much of anything today against the Vikings. I do believe the the Packers have a defense, but I still believe the Vikings will do much more uh, against against the Packers and the my bet at the end of this week uh, will be the Vikings will be 2-0, the Packers will be 1-1, one one, the Bears will be in third place with a 1-1 one one record um, but with the loss to the Packers, keeps them in third place. And the last place team will be the Lions will be oh, I mean, excuse me, will be oh, one and one. The Lions and the Bears right now. I was, I was just giving the overall, oh I was giving the overall division. Oh, uh, right yeah, he had to slide in there. Too, though. I gave the overall division rankings. We talked about all good. good things when I gave the division rankings. It is awesome. You do not have to defend yourself. Man, I gave the overall division rankings after talking about all the good things. Like I said, you don't have to defend yourself. So, what are you tripping? We just thought it was funny. That's all. All right. So, for me, um, <laughs> yeah, Spiker Rifle. <laughs> All right, so for me, uh, having seen Green Bay play, play last week and understand that they are getting there, they have a new offense that, that they're getting adjusted to, um, and that does take a while. So to expect them to be just after one week, have it down to have it down. That's 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 a high bar, um, but I don't I don't see it either. So I'm definitely I definitely do see Minnesota having a, having a great chance of pulling off today's game, um, walking away two and zero, and you know the Packers still getting adjusted and filling out filling out their offense and getting that together, um, and being one and one. I don't really have much to say about the Vikings because I didn't get a chance to see them play last week, so I'm not going to jump in and on that part. But definitely, as far as just having seen what I've heard and what I've read, as far as how they match up this week, I definitely want to give Minnesota a good chance to pull it off. And, and you know, as long as Kirk Cousins doesn't get in there and get unstable, uh, I'm going to cast on that. Um, you know, you got to prove you can you can take it. And that under pressure, you can make the make you know just remain calm and make the right decision. And if it's a bad decision, bounce back from it. You know, learn as quickly as you can. Are we not doing that crap again? And, and do something else that's more beneficial for the team so you can win. So all of that comes with just you know adjusting to the game on the fly, and you know and not panicking. So. It's really going to come down to who can hold, you know, who can who can withstand the battle. Everybody knows that, you know, at, at any given time, Aaron going to toss one. It's a given. 
Anytime during the game, you know he's going down for it. So as long as the defense can put pressure on him and keep him from being able to do that, you know, frequently or at all, you know, they definitely stand a better chance of closing off the game than, than Green Bay does. And that's what I'm calling my pick for today. Did we lose anybody? Uh, Renard. Hello. Nothing to say. Hello. Oh, he's there. So everybody is all over the Vikings today? Yep. We're all on the arm board. So with that being said, we're definitely on the ship. Yay. Yeah, so hopefully, um, that turns out to be great. I'm going to play Lizzo all day or at least in the game because I know Packers fans uh-huh. don't like that. It's cool. I love it. <laughs> um, so up next, there were some things that happened, of course, around the league. As usual, the Antonio Brown saga continues with the Antonio Brown issue this last week where he was released from one team and quickly signed by another team. The next thing to come up this week is apparently there are some alleged sexual assault allegations of which um, the league is actually investigating the validity of these allegations. And I was just thinking that's so weird, the timing of these allegations, when he's still got life and he's cut from the team and allowed to play with another team. I mean, is this do you, what do you guys see now? These are alleged. There's been no proof. The, the league has not found any proof that um, these allegations are true and or correct or valid. So at this point, I mean, is, is it just Antonio Brown is still an active, he's an active patriot. Now he actually is there in Foxborough. He's actually on the sideline right now working out. So, I mean, is it just the saga continues? Does he have a stroke of bad luck? Like, what's going on? Because it's a shock to me that these allegations are actually coming out now, considering if you've read the article and the history behind the article, and if this is nothing new, according to Antonio Brown, this allegedly was a consensual sexual relationship. So, I mean, are these just allegations that we have to see how it plays out? I mean, some people think this is a result of even, and yes, I want to put this out there, some people think that this is a result of even the issues that happened in Cali with the GM and the team, um, and now they want to, not the team, but now a person wants to capitalize on that and claim that there was some misfortune. Now, my issue with that is anytime there is a sexual assault, be it rape, be it anything of that nature, I am not a fan of it. I do not condone it. I do want to hope that it is not real. I definitely want to hope that that is something that he did not or would not do to someone else. But the saga seems to keep continuing. It's, it's, it's Antonio Brown here. We can't seem to get him out of our system for whatever reason, and we definitely can't seem to get him off our TV screen as far as the ability to score points. So we'll have to see how that plays out. 
I don't know if you guys have anything to say on the situation, but I definitely do not like to hear about anyone being sexually assaulted or anything of that nature against their will. Well, we both My opinion on it is it's separated. Uh, has there been any other player in the NFL, this would still be news because of sexual assault. And I really feel like <coughs> sports media needs to keep its mouth shut and fans of sports media need to keep their mouth shut and not talk about it until the news comes out, the actual details come out. That's my honest opinion on it. As far as Antonio Brown, I really feel like he has jumped the shark, and realistically, I wish we didn't have to talk about him. Um, I didn't want to talk about him last week, and my colleagues, uh, Cass and Mike, informed me, you know we got to talk about him. I am done talking about him because by the time we had our first show this season, I was fed up with talking about him because he had been in the news for for about two weeks prior to that. I really don't want to talk about him. And if it hadn't been any other subject matter, I don't believe we would have to talk about him. Yeah, unfortunately. It's part of the news, man. And, you know, you may not be getting, you might not be the only person who feels that way, to be totally honest with you. You know, so, no, it is. So we'll uh, just we'll just have to see how it plays out. But unfortunately, it's news, and we do touch on a few interesting topics, which moves us to the very next topic. OBJ, I don't want to talk about his team's performance last week. Now that, that I don't want to talk about it. I I can't. It hurt everybody's feelings. But the topic of the game became his watch. And how and why was he playing in such an expensive $100,000 watch? And I was very confused by that. Not him wearing the watch. I was more so confused that why is this the topic of conversation? Do you guys see how they're playing? Why is that not the topic of conversation? So I, is there a watch <laughs> preference now? Do you, do you have to... You can't wear a hundred thousand dollar watch. Is 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 that is what are we looking at here? Like, how do you guys? I believe the world. The world wants to say, the world wants to say OBJ is uh, is undisciplined, and because they want to say he's undisciplined and he doesn't have his mind right, they they're putting their own thoughts onto this. Like, well, I wouldn't wear a hundred ninety thousand dollar watch on a football field. First off, half of you all don't can't afford a $190,000 watch, so you can't say what you would do. Second, so what? He wore a $190,000 watch on the field. There's tons of players that are wearing jewelry every week in every sport on uh, across all sports. They're wearing it because they choose to. Once we add in the fact that he probably was getting paid for it, that to me makes it even more trivial. I believe the fact that we're having the conversation, people are being trivial like you said, who cares? He was wearing a watch. Right. I thought it was dope because it actually matched. It matched what he had on. It was shut up. <laughs> uh, there are some people that want to talk about the fact that he might get fined because it was not a Nike watch. So what? I mean, a key to leave. Are they only has, supposed has... to wear Nike watches? 
There's always I mean, where Nike paraphernalia, I guess. Some people are making that comment. I don't know if they're correct, well, but, I mean, that, well, but that's a whole different debate. That's a whole different thing. So Nike's going to dictate the watch you wear? I mean, like I said, that's, that's a whole different debate. The, the, the reality is people are pulling at, uh, pulling at air, trying to pull things, uh, pulling at strings, trying to come up with a reason why they don't think he should have had it on. Let's assume that he paid for the watch and he didn't get paid for it. Let's assume that he broke the watch while he was on the field. So what? He Nobody else got to pay for it. Right. Right. It's he allowed <laughs> Nobody it's else got to pay for it. He's allowed uh, to I, mean, I, I don't. I, I, people want to look at him in a way because they were mad that he was he was so great. They want him. You they just want mad because you don't have a hundred nine thousand dollar watch yourself that you can wear. <laughs> how this is this is very true. And <laughs> you know, and listen, it, it, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, you got a hundred nine thousand dollar waterproof watch, and you just want to sit out here and just. You know, water your line and let the water drip on it. Ain't nobody saying nothing to you, you about it. Well, what? Don't act like people don't do stupid crap like that. Well, let me let me put I my watch. Let me put my watch in the sink. See, I mean, see, if, you see how, it's, you see real, how it still works. You see, you see. Who cares, man? Right. There are people out here that get that talk about people wearing Apple watches. Why you wear a watch? Why you got an Apple watch? You got your time on your phone. Because I want to. Because I don't want to pull my phone out and have to look at the dog. That's why I got to watch. What? Because I want to. And he wore it because he wanted to. He wore it because he wanted to. And here's the crazy thing. You can't even say that about that it's just an Apple Watch not anymore because they do have it for Android. But everybody so, I, mean, I, I chose Apple. They have it for Android. They have Fitbits. They have it for Garmin. Right. They so, have, I mean, so what does it matter? People are so, you know, people, worried, people are so worried about what the other person do. Like, you know, if you ain't happy, I can't help you. But that man was happy. He felt like wearing the dog on watch. Man, I'm about to sport this mug. I'm about to go here and ball in it. What? So, although the Browns didn't ball, he balled. <laughs> the Browns didn't ball. He balled. I don't know. He didn't ball. No, I mean it's it's, it's 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 crazy. Like you said, you would think the game was more important than what he was wearing. But, but I mean, know. they there there are also those people out there that want to say, well, until you win, you shouldn't be able to do this. They should be able Man. to do it. Why? Why? He made it Why does that have to like, do with anything? What does that have to do? Because you know what? How that I have because he can because he can afford it. Or, you know. The comments that I've read on Twitter and Facebook over the last week shows how people really think. And some of these people I would I would I would chalk up as trolls. I wouldn't chalk these people up as trolls in this sense. I believe this is how some people really think. Yeah, people I, like, think that really? I, I believe you. I I can I can totally one thousand percent agree. Yeah, I I, I no doubt really there think. are people who think that way. You I know, mean, when you look because, at just, um, man, there were some people that no, I'm just saying if he had an actual that they sent him man. that he didn't really like and he needed like you know, you know somebody to rock I'm him. just saying. 
I'm here. I'm here. I mean, I don't know. I don't even. I just. I just throw it in my wrist. I don't even put my face in the video and just sing, just be singing and just be showing the watch for it. <laughs> I mean, I put it in water. The you see, the NFL made that decision some years back, trying to control what people can make endorsement money off of. My favorite endorsement, something that happened on the field of all time, all time, was when T.O. scored a touchdown and pulled a sharpie out of his out of his sock to find the football. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I mean, that, that was so dope. dope. And then the, then the whole week after that, there was a million sharpie commercials with T.O. in. NFL decided you couldn't do that no more. I guarantee you, if the NFL uh, decides they don't like uh, OBJ doing this, they will put a rule out. Let these people have fun. This is fun. This is just it's fun. It's supposed to be. You know. This is just fun. But we're, we're paying them millions of dollars, so let them go have fun, man. What? So what? It's, it's a billion dollars. No other sport makes more money than beer. Exactly. So Thank you. Just I would think that we did it's, it's just common. I don't watch again. I would also <laughs> like to say that if he has an extra one, then he doesn't match his brown uniform. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I'll wear you know, one black. Then, uh, brown uniform if he has an extra one of those. I don't care what color it is. It can match the brown uniform. <laughs> I would find some brown No, I said if he had one that didn't, you know, I'm, I'm here for him. I'm here for you, Odell. I'm, I'm here for you, man. <laughs> If he has extra right. well, I'll, I'll rock the watch. Direction, I don't care what colors they are. <laughs> you got a point. I was uh, thinking I'm the same here. thing. It doesn't really matter. You got a couple of those like that? I'm just Three or four? It, 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 you yeah. know, I don't like this. You know, I don't like my new uniform. No problem. No problem. Right. Um, our favorite Monday Night National game as well. Something that was a more our, interesting subject matter coming about from LBJ was when he was talking about his uh his his teammate telling him that Greg Williams, former uh, defensive coordinator or former coach of the of the Browns was telling players to to take him out of the game during a preseason game and take him out and be dirty, go at his knee. And sure enough, they did go at his knee in that game. And um, Greg Williams responded saying, I would never do, do that. I would never be – I would never uh, advise players to be dirty. And I have a whole issue with that where you are a coach that Bounty Gate was designed around and you were kicked out of the league for an entire season. You don't get to be on anybody's high horse. And I believe – OBJ when they were saying that OBJ believed that Greg Williams was a dirty coach. I believe OBJ when it comes to that. I believe I know yeah, there's I believe a certain, too. I, there's a certain fan on this that. show whose, te- whose team would have likely been in the Super Bowl had it not been for Bounty Gate. Yeah. And would have won it. There, there was no reason for the Saints to go that season and I'm, I will always be I'm, Disgusted by that because they lost because of boundaries. Period. The hurt that they put on Brett Favre, the things that were going on, and the strange thing for me is, I looked at it, and when I look at how simple 
refs blow whistles, refs be like, oh, you look like you were running the wrong way. I'm going to blow a whistle. And that's not even a call in the game. I could not believe that that was even allowed to happen. Those calls, those hits were very questionable. They were also referee questionable. So is it bringing back some old feelings? Yes, 2009 will always hurt. And when it was proven that that's exactly what it was, it didn't matter because the Saints were able to win the Super Bowl that they should have never got to. Because that's cheating. That's honestly cheating. And and I can't even believe that they weren't stripped of that because it was proof. Bounty Gate was proof. Sean Payton had to lose the season. There was proof of that. So what I don't understand is how they were allowed to cheat in a game and still go to the Super Bowl and retain the Super Bowl title. I've had questions about that ever since it's happened. And then here we are with OBJ years later saying, no, this is what dude does. This is what he does. His bounties on everyone. Hmm. He's out there allowing his players for money to basically low-key murder another player on the field, not in real life, people. There's no weapons. Nobody is harmed in this conversation. Right. But as far as on right, the phone, exactly. not on the phone, but as far as on the field, and, and to know this, and for him to still have a job on their people out of the league for lesser offenses does bug me. And I am glad that Odell brought it up. What I do like about yeah, him is it, while it needs to be said. His, his, him and Cam Newton and two other people have some, some interesting clothing options. I like that uh-huh. OJ does speak his mind. I like it. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, because, you know, that you got there getting people seriously hurt and in careers, you know, for, for what? So, so you can win? If you can't do it without that, without incentivizing your players beyond the fact that, hey, man, if we do this, we can win a championship or we can win the Super Bowl, then – yeah, you you way out of line, man. And I'm I mean, with you. I'm, I'm surprised they still. I'm like, I'm surprised they never stripped him for it after it was found. I'm like, y'all man, do sit down for a year. I'm not surprised because the NFL is not gonna not have a a Super Bowl champion. That's the only reason I'm not surprised about it. But the the thing oh, that I will take a ticket for them, get it to the other team or whatever, and, and you know, no, they not going to give it to another team. That would have been a whole different controversy as well. Yeah, what true. I will say, uh, what I will say is, there are many of NFL players that have said multiple times that they would rather be headhunted as opposed to somebody coming at my knees. And that's commonly what comes out about Greg Williams' coach defenses, that he coaches their players to go after, take people's knees out, take people's knees out, take people's knees out. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a professional athlete. I love my knees. Please don't take my knees out. I love my knees. It, it hurts to walk sometimes. And I'm only in my 40s. And I'm not in my 60s, I'm not in my 60s knees and caves. Waking up sometimes is not a comfortable thing, so I can only imagine what some of these players in their 30s and in their 20s are feeling when football players are, are for lack of a better way of putting it, knee honey. 
and certain and injuring people's careers for a season. And when he tried to say that OBJ wasn't anything and what did the Giants think of him, they clearly didn't think of anything. They traded him away. He's not a factor. He, he doesn't mean anything. Why are we talking about something that somebody does that's not a factor? And the reporter said he is a factor. He said, well, the Giants didn't think so. To me, those types yeah, of comments, those types of comments, when you, tell, when you tell players they have to, they, when you get on players and tell them they have to be respectful and they have to, they have to look good and they can't make these types of comments and you have to, they have to be media savvy, but then you go around and you let Greg Williams say stuff like this. I remember how people crucified Cam Newton after losing the Super Bowl. And he, to me, in my opinion, he had a reason to be upset, but you don't, you don't crucify a coach for doing essentially the same thing and worse. And this particular coach at that, that does bug me. That, that, that bugs me because there's a track record, there's a history, and I'm very confused at how this is allowed. Like you, he is not just criticizing a player. He tries to deflect from the fact that uh, he, is, yeah. he is suborning injury. Uh, exactly. He tries to deflect from that and then talk down about a player. I exactly. hope and pray. I hope and pray OBJ goes out there and tortures them for three three hundred yards and four four or five touchdowns. I want that would be a dope game. Like, I, want his, <laughs> I want Jerry Wright to have his mouth dropped wide open when he looks at OBJ's stat line today. And anybody that has watched Jerry Wright, Jerry Wright ain't never humbled himself. He still lives like yeah, I can go out there and I can I can do better than him right now. I want Jerry Rice's mouth to be wide open like, whoa, I couldn't have done that. I want Greg Williams to swallow his words. The sad thing is Greg Williams is clearly a good coach because he's always had a job even since that season. He will continue to get hired. He clearly knows something. He knows he knows defense. My issue with him is he don't have to do all this extracurricular. Right. He is good. You don't have to do this extracurricular. You are as good. I don't think we – if he was a mediocre coach, we wouldn't care. Because it's like, dude, you're not good. You are good, so we hold you to a standard where where we should expect more of you. Agreed. It's crazy, man. You know, uh, the, the list of the coaches will go to in order to solidify a win or – to take another player out of the game or, you know, what have you. And you can guarantee that if that's, you know, with that being the case, because it's been proven, so it's not like we're talking about fiction here. Um, exactly. I wouldn't be – I definitely wouldn't be surprised to to see them take, take a couple of styles at OBJ today. I, I would not be surprised. Well, actually, they don't play. They play the Jets. They they the the Browns don't play until Monday, and they play the Jets. Okay, okay. I'm looking at the wrong schedule. I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. I want the the Browns to feed the beast that is OBJ. I want want the first. I want to win 
Baker Mayfield's going through his progressions, whatever the play calls, the first person he looks at should be OBJ on every play. I want it to be looking like Montana the Rice on Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> That's what I want it to look like. Oh, man. Memories. Y'all don't understand. If you don't, if you never played Tecmo Bowl, which, uh, you know, some of y'all probably haven't. There was, only two, but, there was only two teams to play with on Tecmo Bowl. You either played with the Raiders, so Bo Jackson can run over everybody. Yeah. Or you played with the Niners so, so that Montana could drop back a pass, 60-yard touchdown to Jerry Wright. Exactly. Those are it. <laughs> and having Ronnie Lott on defense. <laughs> But you can only control one player at a time, and I I always chose Ronnie Lott. So, yeah, I definitely see them. I see see Cleveland taking the win over the Jets for for this. You know, they're a better team. Well, bulletin board material, coaches are not supposed to give bulletin support material. It's supposed to be players that make that mistake, not coaches. Well, you know. <laughs> I I'm, hope just, I'm just that, saying. I hope that Adam Gates pulled, pulled Greg Williams aside and said, Did you seriously just do that? Did you seriously sure. just make this harder? Well, no, he makes Adam, Adam Gates is going to go out there and be like, Look, dude, <laughs> we, got, we got to do a lot more today. This is going to be an interesting Monday night football game. I mean, because honestly, be honestly um, leading into the game, without this, this is Monday night football between the Browns and the Jets. That does not, on any other week, sound like a great game. Yeah, I, I hate to admit it, you know. For the past few years, you definitely have a point. Um, well, yeah, and, this is true. But, Very but, true. But you know, when we look at it, like something, sometimes you need a little, little outside angst to fuel the fire. You know, you need something to make you be like, all right, all right, you talk crap now, so let me go ahead and take care of business. Because the bottom line is, both of them are over one right now. You know, so somebody got to lose, somebody got to win. That's just how. That's you're not getting away from that. That's how those are the rules. That's how it's going to play out unless they have a tie. Which, you know, we don't really want to see. I would rather see uh, see Cleveland pull it out. You know, they've, they've worked hard to get to where they are. And as far as getting back on, getting back to becoming a winning program, and I think that's something that they definitely need today is, you know, that jump start. And, uh, I, you know, just based off our conversation about the Jets and, and the coach, and I'm like, eh. I, I, I don't like I don't like coaches that have to do that or that incentivize players to do to co- commit harm. Like if somebody get hurt, you know, just because they got hit the wrong way or hit the right way, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> um, you know, then that's one thing. But if you out there tossing money around or adding extra incentives for taking out specific players and you know, for and with the purpose of putting their season, you know, bring their season to it, and I can't respect you for that. You know, you deserve to lose. Period. 
period. So, yeah, that's all we're cleaning today. On Monday, I'm sorry. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> to get to it. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. Oh, y'all, have, y'all have to remember, like, we're all, we're in two, play, two different places right now. They're in Chicago and I'm in California. So, it's just now five minutes, six minutes of ten here. And it's almost 12 o'clock. So, yeah, you know, and I've been up since six. So, yeah, I'm a little tired, but at the same time, I'm excited to be able to talk about to talk about the you know the football season again, uh, and to see how things go with our favorite teams and how it's going to work out today. I think it's going to be a very eye-opening second game for all of our contenders, um, and. You know, people will well, we'll, we'll see what on, people hang really on, are. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hang on. We might just might have, you know, some last words in here. So we actually do have a caller. So I'm going to bring the caller onto the line and welcome them to Football Fan Rush Radio and allow our caller to go ahead and voice their opinion. So what's going on? And welcome to the show. It is Nas. I have arrived. What up, I Nas? Knew it was Nas. <laughs> I was on. I, I was on hold. Arrived. I heard the whole. I was on hold. I heard the OBJ with the watch thing. I was over here sweating. Like, please tag me in. Someone tag me in, please. I got you. I got you. So come on, Nas, and tell us what you think on, on that level. I don't see what the big hubbub is. If I was making that kind of money, Loki, I would probably show up to the game with a suit of of, of platinum. With diamond, I with a swear. diamond helmet. I so swear. I'm just saying. It's, it's, <laughs> how much? How much was the watch? A hundred thousand dollars? I think they said it was. I got one ninety. So he probably spends that on specialized lettuce, gluten free lettuce that comes to his house. I, I, that's not. That's oh not money. That's the equivalent of a Casio watch, them. It's not a big. <laughs> 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 the, cal- the calculator boy. Yeah, so I don't see what the big deal is. That's exactly how we feel. I don't see what the big deal was either. Again, I agree with her. It's just probably something everybody else can't do, so they made a big fuss about it. Yeah, it's kind of a little petty. A little petty. I'm glad you guys are a little petty. A lot of petty to me. What do you think about his statement? What happened? I said he would have probably tried to snatch the watch off of me. He probably yeah. got a couple. Watch everybody. everybody uh, now, from this point on, everybody going to be playing in games with Audemars and Protect Philippe. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. We going to get some Shinola out there? What? <laughs> oh, yes, and it's going down. Bust down Rolexes. It's going down. I'm just saying, somebody, people better be glad I didn't have Diamond going to get knocked off. They watch like, look. We gotta call a timeout. I gotta find this diamond. No, that's a rich <laughs> You can replace that shit. Hey, right? That's it. Hey. That's take a rich Take it back. Take it back to you. You know, hey. I, that's all I'm saying. I literally would drive my Lamborghini like off the sidelines to the middle of the field. I'm, I'm childish. I'm so glad I didn't want to play football because I'm childish. <laughs> 
You, when you said that, I ain't hey, going to Peter, Peter Griffin in Drumline. You stopped oh, Peter swearing Griffin did that, that I, in Family Guy. He was playing for the Patriots. Right. He drove his whole class <laughs> of the field into the end zone and was like, that's the Well, gotta get it how you can get it. So we just got a couple more minutes before the game is getting underway. So, Bernard, do you want to tell it? And welcome back, Naj. You better be here every week. I'm expecting this phone call. Definitely. I'm back. On the show. One of our favorites. <laughs> um, Bernard, tell them where they can um, find us on social media in the various podcasts. On Twitter, we're available at Football Fan Rush. Uh, you can do a search for us on Facebook under Football Fan Rush Radio. And uh, we have our Football Fan Rush uh, Instagram account. Then downloading the podcast, you can uh, go to blogtalkradio.com uh, and do a search. And if you want, you can take the RSS feed from the Blog Talk Radio feed, dump it into your favorite podcast app. Or if you're on Apple, uh, if you have an iPhone or iOS, you can just do a search in the podcast section on uh, Football Fan Rush Radio. And you can also do the same thing on TuneIn Radio. We're available wherever your favorite podcast uh, apps are are looking. Next step is for us to be on, uh, uh, we're looking at that uh that whole Apple podcast system, and we're looking at uh, Spotify is our next goal. But uh, we can find you can find us on all of your favorite podcast uh, apps. Well, that is it for Ooh. us, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a great show, and once again, welcome back, guys. So, all the games are getting ready to be underway. The three and a half of us will be here next week. <laughs> Don't forget to tune in. <laughs> Exactly. Y'all go have a good day. Be safe.